This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 580 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Kevin Krosky, his company, True Wealth Design. Kevin, how are you doing? I'm doing great. 580. That's actually my lucky number, Charlie. I appreciate oh. that. Get out. I could be stretching the truth a little bit, but hey, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Yeah. Well, stretching the truth, stretching wealth, you know, really, you know, being that that person that we can count on to make sure that we stretch those dollars out so we have a wonderful life, whether it's in paradise or any place else without the worry of, oh, my goodness, you know, are the funds going to be there when that time comes? So really looking forward, Kevin, to listening to all the wonderful things you're doing at True Wealth Design. Let's start there. Tell us about your company. Yeah, sure thing. So uh, as we sit here recording today in October 2021, we take care of a little bit more than about 300 clients. We manage a little bit more than $400 million on their behalf. And really what we try to help them do is plan smarter and live better. Um, The kind of the core things that we do year in, year out for them, their financial planning, their retirement planning, their tax planning, their tax preparation. We do that work as well. And their investment management. So we tie those three things together, make sure that they're really singing and aligned to support the life that our clients want to live and help them get more out of it. So those are kind of the, I guess, the core in and out. But you know, it's it's really about having that peace of mind, making sure your money does last a little bit longer than you do, making sure that you can, you know, stretch it do whatever it may be, but um, all good stuff. And we try to get better each and every day. Well, I love the fact that you're, you're doing the tax prep work as well as the financial planning side, because as, as you know, better than I, uh, you, the, the tax planning doesn't happen when the taxes are due or, you know, at the end of the year, it happens way before then. And, and to have, you know, a team together under one roof, uh, um, there's got to be an, an advantage uh, for your clients, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, I I think a lot of people don't know this. Um, You know, if you're a successful business owner, you know, oftentimes uh, you'll you'll get that good CPA, you'll get that proactive tax planning. You'll go ahead and integrate things you're doing with your business into your personal life and building your personal wealth. But if you're, you know, even a successful, um, say, physician at a hospital or, you know, director or an officer or mid-level manager that's just, you know, living below their means and saving hard, you're really not getting that sort of advice from your tax you know, professional. You know, you're kind of, to your point, Charlie, it's more of like an after the fact. You're looking at a, a closed year and saying, hey, can maybe we pick up an additional deduction or credit? Where if you're actually taking a proactive look forward, you know, you, you're going to be able to go ahead and keep more in your pocket and a little bit less to Uncle Sam, a little bit more to the charities that you support, a little more for your family, those sorts of things. So, you know, if you're that big, successful business owner, you're probably getting some of these services. But even if you're kind of a small, you know, very profitable lifestyle business owner, um, maybe don't have a, a big accounting retainer fee that you're paying to them. And certainly if you're even a, you know, a successful individual, you're really not getting that sort of advice. So we feel like we're pretty well positioned to do that and integrate it. So we took that upon ourselves to do that for our clients. Love it. Love it. How about your journey, Kevin? How uh, did you get into this world of financial planning and helping folks with taxes and all that? Tell us a little bit about your path there. Yeah, sure. So um, we, well, (laughs) I guess to compare uh, for a moment, I have an eight-year-old in second grade and uh, she knows definitively what she wants to be when she grows up. And uh, she says, she wants to be an American Ninja Warrior. So, uh, 
So I, on the other hand, had no clue what I wanted to do. I had a couple of paper routes growing up. I actually had a baseball card selling business that I parlayed the uh, the paper route money into. So we were all kind of hard workers and maybe a little entrepreneurial. But um, but I had a couple of teachers as I was going through high school, particularly that just made a big, massive impact on my life. So I thought that's what I wanted to do. So I actually became a physics teacher. And then by the time I actually got to teaching physics uh, in secondary school, I just realized, you know, I should have thought a little bit more about this one. I didn't really like high school the first time. What the heck was I thinking about making a career out of it? So back to grad school, I went for finance and this was the late nineties tech bubble was going, you know, mm. everybody and, you know, their cab driver, they had cab drivers back then, um, mm. you know, just was talking about stocks, what have you. I was always really good and excelled at math. Um, and I thought, Hey, you know, I like teaching, but I just don't like the rigidity of high school. Maybe I can teach people about money. So I went back to grad school and kind of fell into the business. Um, what I would say though, is what keeps me here. I'll share a quick story about, um, a guy named Tom, a client named Tom, uh, that I service today. Uh, so Tom at the time was 62, literally had just retired a few months prior did not have a financial worry in the world, always lived below his means. He also had a couple paper routes growing up and we're sitting in this conference room, just, just two guys, two men. And I just asked Tom, you know, how's it going? And then it got quiet. It got almost uncomfortably quiet. And then Tom started, he started crying. And that was the moment that I really learned that it was heck of a lot more than just about the money. Tom didn't have anything to worry about as money, but it was really the purpose that he was missing. And it wasn't that retirement was just going to be the grass is greener. He really liked being involved with people. He was in IT at a, at a publicly traded company. He liked going and helping the people with their IT needs. He liked doing the problem solving. It was who he was since he was a young boy. Mm. And those few months after he retired felt very empty and somewhat desperate. And that part, uh, he, I'm happy to say he worked through that. He taught me a lot. Um, and it just made me realize, and, and I kind of had this indication, you know, true wealth design maybe isn't the typical wealth management firm name, um, but it is more than just the money. It's really about kind of living that, you know, planning smarter, living better, trying to get more out of life. Money's a tool. There's things that you and I and our clients want to do. It's just how do we kind of move that needle in the direction on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to get more out of our life. And really it's, it's my job, my team's job to make sure that we're aligning those resources to make sure that our clients have the clarity and confidence to do that. Yeah. yeah. So how about when it comes to myths, misconceptions in your industry? I'm sure there are many, uh, you know, what comes to mind one or two that you could speak to? You know, I, one thing I would say, and I think this uh, maybe is applicable, not, not so much as a myth, but if you're hiring any professional service provider, it could be an accountant, it could be an advisor, it could be a doctor for that matter. Um, but there's this big information asymmetry. You know, it's, it's not like you're going in, you're kind of test driving the car, kicking the, t I don't know if anybody <laughs> kicks the tires anymore, but you, you, you get the gist. Mm -hmm. um, and the way that I would kind of set this up is, you know, if you've ever had to have like a major surgery, you know, would you rather have exploratory surgery by someone with maybe some medical school, or would you prefer to have a very experienced board certified surgeon that has a surgical plan? He's a tech, he or she is a technical expert, but also has the relationship skills and the communication skills to really just kind of 
I don't want to say necessarily put you at ease, but tell you what you need to know to make an informed decision on your health. To me, you know, that's what we try to do in terms of financial surgery, being a financial doctor, if you will. You know, it's, it's, you have to be trustworthy. You have to be competent. Those are table stakes. You have to be really good at details when you're dealing with investments, cash flow, spending, taxes, all this and culminated. But then you have to be able to relate to people and communicate to people. Uh, so if you look within the financial services industry, a CFP or certified financial planner is kind of our, our industry equivalent to being a medical doctor or to being a, a, an accountant or an attorney. At bare minimum, if you're working with an advisor, he or she should be a CFP. And it just means to me that they're minimally competent. It doesn't mean that they are going to be exceptional, but at least that will help you start down the path of making sure you're picking someone that is trustworthy and competent, somebody that has demonstrated some expertise past certain tests, taken several classes, currently has a college degree, things along those lines. So it's a good starting point. Um, so I would just say that, you know, make sure that you're really kind of kicking the tires of anybody you're working with. Um, I'll, I talk a lot more about this, about how to pick an advisor on my own podcast that I'll kind of plug if you don't mind, Charlie. Oh, but- absolutely. You do a great, great job with your podcast up to, what, what are you, you're in the 80s, not quite 580, but you're- yeah, not quite 580. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're somewhere in the 80s. We've been doing it for a few years and we get a few thousand downloads per month, which is way more than that I ever thought. That's so um, yeah. so it's, it, it's been great. But uh, episode 69 of the Retire Smarter podcast. I actually go through some interview questions to ask a financial advisor. And so if anybody is, you know, could be somebody that you're thinking about hiring or even your own current advisor, if you've never asked these questions, I think you'll find value there. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I love that about the podcast. I mean, you can learn so much. Um, Speaking of which, you know, back to that, that's the, you know, your, your example about uh, the surgeon, it makes so much sense. It reminds me of a, a stat I heard a little while ago, I think on a podcast. So take it for what it's worth. But it, it made sense to me, you know, when when docs finish school and they go into the hospitals, it's usually in the summertime. And I think it's the old, you know what you know, but you don't know what you don't know. And and these docs come in, you know, very confident because they've got, you know, all this year of, years of schooling and the morbidity rates actually tick up during the summer months. And the theory is, is that, you know, the new docs don't really know what they don't know yet. And, and hence the, so I, I love your analogy with a wealth planner, financial planner uh, that, that, yeah, you want someone with experience who's, who's been there and, and, and understands uh, everything from how the IRS works to investments and on and on. So more than just book smarts, right? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Detail, trustworthy and competent details in relationships. You got to yeah. have them all. Yeah. How about, you know, when the lights go down in the office and you get to have some fun, what are you doing? Uh, So I I already mentioned I have an eight-year-old. We also have a three-year-old and uh, my wife and I, you know, we, we fell in love with the Florida lifestyle. So uh, when COVID hit and lockdown happened, actually just came out of lockdown, I should say, we became boaters. So that was something that's new for us. So joined the boat club and and started doing that and just going to a lot of the, you know, Bonita Bay and some of the backwaters. Um, we fell in love with Sanibel recently and uh, often we'll go out to the beaches there. But it's really about that Southwest Florida lifestyle, being outside, being with our family, having fun together. Yeah. Yeah. So many places to fall in love with here. It's amazing. Sure. Uh, about when it comes to hardship, life challenge, Kevin, what comes to mind a period of time that you were challenged, uh, you got through it? And now looking back, you can say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. 
Um, so th this is kind of a long story, but I'll give you a very brief synopsis. Um, so I'm the oldest of three. You know, I'm 45. My sister is uh, 43. My brother's birthday is today, actually, Columbus Day. He's 42. Um, we had, it, I would say, a little rough, maybe a little bit more than a little growing up. Um, to put that in context, um, my first year when I, I went to college, you know, worked through school, paid my own way what have you. But um, my sister ended up moving out of the house when she was 16. My brother was 14. He also moved out of the house, moved in with a friend and uh, took you know one of the family dogs with them. And our family pretty much imploded. Um, so I don't think that's typical. And I think that maybe conveys the gravity of the situation that we all dealt with growing up. But I'm really happy to say today that I've been with my wife for nearly 20 years now. We have a loving relationship, two great kids. Uh, my younger brother is one of the top loan officers uh, in the country. Um, he's just had some great success, is married, kids, happy. And my sister is uh, one of the, I think, only maybe one or two or three, no more than a handful of uh, females in California that are both uh, a licensed architect and a licensed structural engineer. So despite everything that we were dealt, the hand that we were dealt when we were early on, and we all took crooked paths to get to where we are today. We all had to mature and grow and overcome a lot, but we got there and made us stronger and really made appreciate everything that we have earned. Wow. Wow. That is really, really neat to hear. Thank you for sharing that. About one thing you wish our listeners knew about true wealth design, what would that be? I, I'll mention the podcast again, you know, it, it's tough to really get to, to know somebody in, in, you know, five or 10 minutes, but I kind of shared what we do for people. Um, if you'd like to learn more, um, whether it's about us or just about, you know, retiring smarter in general, that's really what the podcast is for. But if you just search retire smarter podcast, it'll come right up in Google should be the first result. And of course you can always go to our website at truewealthdesign.com. But um, we, again, if you ever want a second opinion, if you want to learn more, we're certainly happy to help and uh, certainly help you make smarter decisions. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, you know, you, you already answered part of the question, but I just, just for our, our listeners, because as you know, this goes beyond Southwest Florida. You have locations outside of Southwest Florida. Uh, so why don't you, you fill us in on that, Kevin, and then one more time, contact information, the best way for folks to, <clears throat> excuse me, get a hold of you and, and, uh, and also, I, again, that podcast, uh, I put it out there again so folks can uh, tune into that and subscribe. Yeah, sure thing. Thanks for that, Charlie. Uh, so, yeah, we were founded in Northeast Ohio. Uh, that's where our, our main office is. Uh, we have an office in Pittsburgh as well, and we have uh, Fort Myers in Naples. So kind of the quick backstory to that is my wife and I uh, became uh, Florida Snowbirds in 2015, fell in love with the lifestyle and, and made Naples our primary residence in 2018. And so we've been there ever since. Um, so that's where we are certainly in the days of COVID. We've been working with people remotely for many, many years, but it seems like more people have gotten comfortable with that. Um, but, you know, website, truewealthdesign.com and podcast, Retire Smarter Podcast. If you search that, it'll come right up and we'd be happy to talk with you or happy to help you learn more. Terrific. Well, Kevin, it's been a pleasure. Love your stories and uh, love the work you're doing. We wish you the best going forward there. Likewise, Charlie. I appreciate you having me today. 
Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.